on this week's episode. Joe does three events in one week. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. What does that even mean? H&F Redefined. You've heard of it, but find out what the H&F actually stand for. Fresh Prince and Slime, it's episode 90. I'm Laura Hartman. And I'm Gladie Cologne. And you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Studio B? Yeah. Why does it say CB? Did I just not take the C out? Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's not something we changed. This is how this is how it feels when you're reading a script and you don't know what you're reading. You're welcome. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> We're at Expo Diginet. We're at Expo Digital. Digital. I'm going to, one day. They're going to change the name for me. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're absolutely not going to do that. DigiNet is going to take off. I think so. You can start your own company. That's right. I'll be competing company of this stuff that I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Good luck. Do you need internet and a lot of it? DigiNet. Do you you need staffing for internet? I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) This is episode 90. Oh my gosh. It's Selena's episode. Hey, hey. Selena was born in 1990. Yep. If you can't do the math. That's it doesn't matter. 21 years ago? It's 31? Sure. 21? Yeah. 21. Well, I will say the 90s were some of my favorite years. So let's go ahead and recap some of the fun things that happened in the 90s. This will change your life right here. Anybody ever play solitaire? Yeah. Do you alone. Know, do you know yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good heart reference as well. Do you know why they invented solitaire? Prison? <laughs> Fair, but on a computer. They brought solitaire. Um, it was originally an early computer programs to help users strengthen their clicking and dragging skills because computers were so new. That's why I'm so good at computer. Because you played so much solitaire. You I were did. alone a lot, huh? Yeah, that and Minesweeper. Did you ever play that game? Where it blows up, like whenever I you don't click don't get it. What do I you think I click, then there's bombs, and then they say, oh, number one. So I go over one, and there's a bomb. I don't get it. It's trapped. It's just showing you that there's one bomb near there, but you picked the and one you box. And you found it. <laughs> Nailed <laughs> it. I won. I win. This is how I know that this uh, episode is all about Selena, 1990. Um, the other fact I have, get ready, Selena, this one's for you. Are you ready? Do you okay. feel good? Yep. One of the largest and most well-preserved Tyrannosaurus Rex fossilized skeletons was found by paleontologists near South Dakota in August of 1990. Good job, guys. Do you think that's what inspired Jurassic Park, which came like three years later? It very well could have. Yeah. I think so. Was there a character named Sue in that movie? Because the T-Rex was named Sue, and that's because the paleontologist was Sue uh, Hendrickson. The last fact I have, again, because it's all about Selena, and that's why she's loving this so far. On June 7th, 1990, Nickelodeon Studios at Universal opened in Orlando. I never got to go to that. What? Didn't Didn't you work for Nickelodeon? Nick mm-hmm. Sweets, right? Or Nick Hotel? Yeah, but it was different, but yes. So I worked at Nickelodeon Suites Resort, which was a hotel that held the flag of Nickelodeon. We just paid oh. branding. When did, whenever that shut down, just like I never got to go to Disney Springs when it was 21 and up because I was not Pleasure Island? Yeah, yeah. I never Pleasure got Island. to go to that because I never got to. That was a long 21. time ago. Yeah, you wouldn't have been 21 or up at that point. See? You've only been 21 or up for a few years. I so. missed it. That's anyway. okay. That's all right. You we'll really bring haven't it back. Even been 21 for that long, huh? <laughs> no, she, she hasn't. <laughs> this I, is what I'm this, old, guys. No, you're not. No, you're not. But the moment you've all been waiting for, we're going to do two pricing games. Did you already cheat, Selena? Your no. eyes aren't that good. You can't see this far. Okay. Number one, minimum wage in the year 1990. Selena. Okay. I think now it's like $8. Don't judge me. So in 94. David. $3.85. Ladies, you thought you were getting out of this. Laura, you get to pick. Four fifty. Four fifty. Okay. Five 
Five dollars. Five dollars. Minimum wage is three dollars and eighty cents. David, wow. how do you do that? He he thinks of his That's paycheck. A, I think when I started working, <laughs> he thinks of his paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. That's what it's like now. Yeah. When he was seventy, <laughs> thinks of how much money he made. Okay, yes. perfect. Um, okay, then this one's also gonna be for you, David. You might have this right on, depending upon if you were playing this. A Nintendo Game Boy. We all remember those, yeah. right? You just take it with you on a road trip. Yeah. Switch out the cartridges. Hope it doesn't die. Yeah, I need those now. All right, perfect. So then you might know this. And Laura, we'll start with you. Nintendo Game Boy in 1990. How much did it cost? Fifty bucks. Okay. I was gonna guess the same thing. Fifty. Bucks. All right. So from the uh, the the sweet corner over here, we have fifty dollars. Selena. I think we learned recently that something like a Walkman or something like that was super expensive. It was PlayStation yep. or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with one twenty-five. Okay. Eighty-nine dollars. He wow. can't. He's not allowed to play anymore. It's eighty-nine ninety-seven. Wow. Yeah, I think I bought one. That's a that's a Walmart. <laughs> Did you buy I it with your minimum wage paycheck? That. Yeah, <laughs> I had to work. <laughs> when I had to work like thirty-five hours. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no tax. They take your money. You don't get all that. I well, that. tax wasn't much back then. Oh. Things have changed quite a bit, but we are so excited to be on episode 90 with all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go ahead, David. Don't leave, though. Oh, don't do that. Don't leave. Okay. If this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect, we recap the networking events that make up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We bring on the fairy job mother to highlight the available jobs, chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossip within the meetings industry. And the best part, we always have guests. And we have two guests today. And it's, it's not. I need to remember the changes. It's not Adrian Six. Is it still Adrian Six? It still says Adrian Six. This was like five episodes ago, just so you guys know as a time reference. Like, it's been a while. I just don't remember. We've actually commented on it since then. I'm going to highlight it so I remember to change this next time. Why don't you just do it right now? You're in front of your computer. Well, I could just look (laughs) over here. So we have Gladie Cologne and Laura Hartman of H&F Redefined. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Don't say too much because we come right back to you in just a little bit. Tell you a little bit about their, their company. <laughs> That's enough from YouTube. Thank it. you. Quiet. Okay. Bye. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora, and Amazon. But most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with your hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for Swag and repeat. You're like killing it with the content there. <laughs> well, I'm copying it from Facebook, so thank you I so much. You, you do some original posts. Yeah. Yes. You're good with like the on this day last year type posts. Oh, like flashback Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little a a gallery or a library, I should say, of things that have happened that I haven't commented on. So I'm out of them now. So if you guys could just go ahead and send in all of your photos of any swag event that you've ever been to or pictures of Selena and Dave and I. Whatever. If you look back, this is that one year anniversary of like the worst week. This is going to be really hard to find photos because no one saw each other for months. So, yeah. (laughs) We're hiding now. So, if you have any photos, that would be great. (laughs) I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew of Buckle Hospitality. Joining me in front of me is Selena Mullinex of... Court Events. Hello. Events. Just events. Okay. No furnishing. It's and like he hasn't met us for the past 19 years. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> well, we talked about the first time we met in the pre-show today. Yeah, we and did. yours was you dingled some steak in front of me and I was in. That's usually how I, I get everyone to play. Especially yeah. guys. Like, for steak, sure. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. Thank God I've moved on from that part of my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I met David at, uh, I did an open house at Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse back in 2018. It was in the August month. That's how much you meant to me, David. <laughs> I'm just an event planner, and I remember dates of whenever I had. He was on the board at the time. He was on the board. You invited all the board members, so that's what got you out. No, personally invited. I invited him based. I pulled a. I did do. I did a lot of MPI people, but I also pulled a list of industry professionals, future Hmm. podcast hosts, Hmm. stuff. I was on that list. 
I was looking for a guy who'd get me to start running, and well, here we are. Here we are. Yep. Okay. Who else do we have? We have. Oh, this is the part where you didn't we even. Guess. In- oh, you did introduce. You I said, did introduce. No, him. you said. You, I remember how we all met each other, but you didn't say who I was. Oh, Don't Joe. worry, guys. I'll take it from here. My name is Joe Truitt. I'm the business development manager of events at Expo Digital. Digital. Correct. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> And then we have two special guests, not just one. We have two guests. We're today. double trouble today. Yes. They came in pairs. They're best friends for life. It's like stepbrothers. Like, <laughs> did we just life. become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> I think we did. And we're going to get them, we're gonna get them to talk very loud because they're sharing a microphone because we are just a humble podcast that only has four microphones. <laughs> so. I don't think we have the ability to add any more than that. We could. We have to get like a special adapter up here. Oh. Yeah, and then we need lots of We'll talk about sponsorship supports. opportunities yes, later, but... We'll make that happen. But they're with H and F redefined. Is this the part of the show where we can ask them what... I think just that one question... What We've is? all been dying to know, what does H&F stand for? All right. So I'm Hart, H-A-R-T, play on words, I guess, of my last name. And I'm Faith. So it's Hart and Faith. Hartman and Faith is my middle name. So, But we left it ambiguous for a couple of reasons. One, because when we developed the, the project, things were going crazy in hotels. People were getting furloughed, F furloughed, That's what I hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like whatever you want it to be. Yeah. But it just uh, internally means something to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was up all night trying to figure out what could that H and F We be? had this whole whiteboard behind you filled with options before you came in and we, we didn't want to be embarrassed. So it's like holy furlough. That's what I came yeah. up as the best Oh, that's a good one. one. I was thinking hot dogs and fries, but oh here we go. God, that's <laughs> that's yeah, another good one. Or hamburgers and fries, whatever, yeah. A lot of times we'll sign off Heart and Faith or we have that actually branded in, um, as part of our logo as well. And so it's just kind of like our, that's us, Heart and Faith. I love that. So maybe 30 seconds or less, you want to tell us a little bit about what you guys do with H&F Redefined? Yes, H&F Redefined is a community outreach project. It's a passion project where we find people who have been furloughed or laid off who have created a side hustle, created a new brand out of that, created a new, um, invented a new uh, product. We find them and we tell their stories. We've become a voice for those millions of people who are going through those struggles, but redefining their circumstances. That's so was great. Was that good? Was yeah. That, no, that was I love beautiful. It. I mean, yes. <laughs> nailed it there. I do have faith in this. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. My I heart is all in. Yeah. All in. Now I'm even more all in. All right. So we always start the uh, show off with a question of the week. Okay. And Selena got to see this question in advance. I'm trying to read it. Okay. So recently, the ladies from H&F Redefine have started a new show on the Be Well TV, which I'm sure we're going to talk about and yeah. hear all about soon, but their new show. But So they're going to be talk show hosts, I mm-hmm. believe. I don't know. I think that's how it works, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like yeah. that. So if you could be a guest host on any talk show in the history of talk shows, what guest on what show would you be? Oh, God. Please don't say Jerry Springer. No. Don't say that. I have well, one. Go ahead. One. Ellen. Well, duh. Because okay. it's fun and everybody's fun and everybody's happy and you dance and there's surprises and then there's prizes and everybody's- <laughs> Surprises and prizes. Everyone's just happy there. So I like that one versus Jerry Springer. They're like sad. And they oh. fight a lot. Yeah. And they yeah. throw chairs. And Maury. Find out who the father is. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen's a fun one. Haha, I took the good I know. One. Why? I'll go first. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> took the easy one. Okay. I'm going to well, go back in time and I'm going to say Ricky Lake. Yes. <laughs> Ricky was the woman. Okay? Yes. 
All that right. was, she had great talk shows. That's so true. And honestly, I watched every day. I'm not going to lie. Well, I, I remember I, watched that show I, I was one of those weird kids who waited to get home from school to watch Ricky Lake <laughs> oh. behind, while my mom was at work. Did you record it on the VCR and then watch it? Because I had to no, do that sometimes. No, it just, it just played. It was the time that it aired it oh. right when I got home. You know, nice. there wasn't DVR back then. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like three o'clock, Ricky Lake is gotta on go. and mom's not home. Yeah. Yes. I'm skipping <laughs> soccer practice today. I got to go. There's a good episode on. Laura, what do you got? Uh, I think Ellen's a good one. I I think I'm going to have to go with Ellen because the dancing part Mm -hmm. is right up my alley. I would love to make an entrance and really just have fun. And she's funny and I feel like it would be laid back and... Yeah, I mean, but then there's Oprah. I don't know. Oprah's yeah. Oprah's big goals, though. I was leaning the Oprah route because it's the other obvious choice, um, and I really don't know too much about talk shows other than my life growing <laughs> up with Rocky Lake, um, <laughs> which was very impactful. Or but do, do you remember Jenny Jones? Yes, I do. Yeah, another one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was just some so much impact made in those years of my life. <laughs> The 90s. I tell you what, here we go back with the 90s. Yeah, I think Oprah is just iconic. I don't think anyone can ever touch Oprah. That is that is an amazing feat to ever yeah. get to. So, Dave, what you got? All right. So, have you seen that Coming to America 2? I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it yet, but I saw the original okay. just last week. And you know who's in that? I don't. I didn't see the original. I just saw the second one. Arsenio Hall. He's yes. in the second yeah. one, too. Oh, isn't he? Okay, yeah. good. But do you remember his show? No. I'm probably the only one old enough to remember the show. Yeah, you had to stay tell up us late. about it. I do. Oh, yeah. You, you had to stay, it came out at like 11. I'm like Fox, so no, I didn't. I, I was like seven that. years old or whatever, but he always come out and go, woo, 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 and he had like a like yeah, a side yeah. crowd. It was like a cheer crowd or something that was uh-huh. hyping him up. I just want to be on that show and be with all that energy. Okay, and just do that. I I have you know what? I'm Let's put it out into the mine. universe. Yeah. No, I, did you think I was going to? I was to? worried. I was like Joe's like Arsenio Hall. I know that's my <laughs> he's my dude. <laughs> all right, we got to move on. So we have event recaps, and the only person that did anything this week was Joe. Which is surprising, because I'm usually the one that does the least. She did everything. She nailed three events in one week. Three? What else did I do? Oh, yeah, I did do that. Okay, yeah. So which one right. was first, chronologically? Cause- uh, chronologically, the Climbing in Heels Instagram Live interview was first. And you nailed it. I only listened to the first 20 minutes, because it it was... 30, yeah. Just 30. Yeah. 20, 20 is about one. <laughs> <right. laughs> but something came up, so I didn't get to finish it. But sure. I do want to finish it. I had yeah. It But tell us a little bit about what happened. Sure. So Emily Smith began her new segment of Climbing with Heels, focusing on New Year, Now What? And uh, has chosen a few women in the industry just to kind of check in on and see what's going on for the year. Where are you at? And what what does your new view of this year look like and moving forward? Uh, So she asked me what topic I'd like to discuss. And I said that something very dear to my heart is collaboration over competition. I'm so tired of people saying like, I have to get this before this person or, um, you know, there's just, there's so much opportunity out there that there's no reason to compete for it. Uh, when you have a seat at the table, pulling up another chair and giving somebody else a voice is so much more important than shutting somebody else out. Um, so I encourage everyone to check that out. It's going to be on Instagram. If you go to climbing in heels, climbing.in.heels is how you'll find it on Instagram. It's just a 30 minute uh, little interview with Emily Smith and I encourage you to check it out. I love it. I say community over competition. Mm-hmm. And some people say cooperation over competition. So then it becomes a word and it's called like cooperation. I don't know. <laughs> it's a word. Just making words community. up. Yeah. But that's the whole philosophy too of the glittering hour of we're all in it together. It doesn't matter if it's a full table of my competitors. We're all in it together to elevate the industry. Yeah. And that, and that was really 
the message was that as we all bring each other together, we're going to have the best ideas collectively. And that's going to raise the standard as a whole for our industry, for our, for our city, uh, for our clients. You know, it's going to bring the best things that we can to the table. Uh, just making sure that we have everyone's perspective to make sure that we're covering all of the bases. I love it. So that was a long day for you because that was a yeah. 7.30 show. That was a 7.30. 7.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was ready to go at 7. I checked in with Emily. I said, I'm steeping my tea whenever you're ready. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was an early morning, but I, I made it through the day. And then that evening went to Florida Citrus Sports, hosted the Camping World Stadium's Yoga on the Field, which this is the first one back, I want to say, since for since like fall. I think they've had two others. Cool. I couldn't make those. All right. It's <laughs> so the third one back. All right. Well, okay. yeah. first one back for me, and I felt really good about it. So I got a crew. I got a posse. I said, I'm, I'm going. I'm bringing my crew. You're quite yeah. the gang there. Thank you so much. I'd like to highlight those who also attended. Trisha Henson brought her own posse. She had about six she people always, with her. She's like um, Arsenio Oh. Yeah. Was it her yeah. daughters? She brought her daughters. Okay. She brought, yeah, there was, there was a whole family with them. Um, so they were doing all kinds of twisty things and standing on their heads and good for them. Um, next to me, Joanne Helberg of Point Orlando, uh, which was our past, was she last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, that was like a whole week ago. Just can't get a, yeah. can't get enough for her. So yeah, yeah. We, we got to do uh, yoga together. On my other side, we had Anna Bauer, my old assistant at Del Frisco's, and Michelle Granger. Um, and then- Speaking of Michelle- That's what I was going to say. A couple rows back, guess who else guest hosted at Yoga at the Field? The other Michelle? Michelle Brooks brought Spotty. her corner to wow. the field. She That's right. Wow. So updates on Michelle Brooks. She's around this side of town once every three weeks, so you might catch her. I'm going to go ahead and, and you heard it here first. She might be making it out to the swag meetup on Jan- on March 30th I at guess Vines. I have to go. So, well, yeah. yeah, we're hosting it. So I'd appreciate if you would show up. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, so she's doing great. But yeah, you hopefully we'll get, be able to get more from her at that event. So, so tell us about the experience because Yoga on the Field by Florida Citrus Sports, it's not just you go on the field, yay. You do yoga, yay. There's more. But wait, there's more. First of all, they really stepped up all of their safety protocols. They had temperature checks as you walked in. Um, you're not allowed to rent mats anymore. You have to bring your own. Um, you know, they still did the corksicle giveaway for the first 30 people that registered. So if you are interested in the next one, um, make sure that you jump on that quickly, which we'll go to in the uh, later in the episode. Um, but yeah, they were six feet apart for all of the mats on the field. Masks were required throughout walking. You could take them off once you were on your mat because you're six feet apart from everyone. But then the after, right? So you do the yoga. It's about an hour long, a professional yoga instructor. Great time. Everyone had amazing things to say because the weather was fantastic. We went to Shavasana and the sun was going down and the lights were still off. And when we woke up, the lights were on. And it was like Friday night lights and you just felt like you were a whole new person. And you were ready to drink seltzers, which worked out great because it was sponsored by Vizzy. Yay. So Vizzy is a, uh, another seltzer avenue i mean one of many but they were delicious flavors strawberry kiwi blueberry pomegranate different things but they did not taste artificial at all so great job to them they brought the seltzer to you to make sure that there wasn't any um unconditional mingling that shouldn't be going on so you were still six feet away on all of your mats very safe with that but i thought they did a great job to make sure that they kept on all of those protocols i love it so surprisingly joe has her own segment because after that, the next day, you went to more another Joe. event. More Joe. <laughs> so tell us about, uh, this was the iDrive Chamber of Commerce. 
their monthly meeting. Yeah, yeah, I did that too. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> did you work at all, Missy? I d- actually, if you look at my schedule, I was very, very full. Um, yeah, I went to the iDrive Chamber of Commerce meeting, and I wanted to see what was going on with the updates on the Orange County Convention Center. So, Mark Tester was the uh, speaker at this event. It was at Rodizio Grill Point, Orlando. They did a great job, and I want you to just guess how many people were there. You already know. Don't say anything, David. Guess how many people were there at Rodizio? Uh, Sixty-two. Oh, why does he do that? I don't know if you even care to play. <laughs> I was way off. I was going to say 14. Okay. Well, there were <laughs> plus 62 for sure. I would say there was closer to 80 people. Wow, that's um, great. Which I is said 75. Uh, <laughs> any way to beat Dave, just try it. That's You don't win anything, so it's fine yeah, if you're wrong. Um, yeah, so they had, I would say, between 70 and 80 people. Uh, great turnout. The The food was wonderful. I just, I was really impressed with the amount of people that were there, but they always have a really good turnout. The week, the month before was at Rosen, and they probably had over 100. So events are back. And so they're ready updates? to go. Yeah, Mark Tester spoke on a few things. Um, he did mention that over 60 conventions have moved from other cities to Orlando between March and October of this year. So that's pretty incredible. That's Those, an incredible number. Yeah. 60? 60, yeah. 60 and they, they, show, they showed a calendar and just basically said, like, brighter things are, are coming. The end of the year looks great. And then we're going to go into 2022. Obviously, great is however you can take great um you know i think it's great to get a phone call every day so you know it's a really interesting time to be alive as dave always says but 60 conventions moving to other places to orlando just shows that we're putting it out there that we're doing it right it's one thing to be doing it right but it's another thing for people to understand that you're doing it right so places coming from canadian cities and across the u.s all coming down to florida that's pretty incredible all right so it's time for the nine to five which is brought to you by our friends at gmf so we'll hear a message from them Selena, have you ever been to Fogo de Chao? Not in a long time. Well, did you hear our good friend Teresa just became the sales manager? Wait, isn't that the spot of the next GMF Friday Fast Break? Yes, GMF, or as we like to call it, George My Friend, is taking over Fogo de Chao on Friday, March 26th. I was talking with George recently, and wow, what a deal you get. For $35, you get a meet avalanche and networking. Yeah, and if you hang out with Dave, you will not leave hungry. <laughs> GMF is great because his events always attract such a diverse group of professionals from a wide range of industries. Check out GMF's brand new website, www.gmfconsulting.com to sign up and stay in the know for the 30 plus events they have on the books for 2021. Joe, you going to Fogo de Chao? Okay, so I'm going to try to. I know, I know, I know, but it's Teresa's new place, so I want to go out there and support her if I can. I have it on my calendar, but I have not registered yet. I'm just making sure I don't have any other things going on on that date. I almost double booked that day, and I was really upset when I figured it out. Well, and I have registered and I have double booked, so you might be named Selena that day. Okay, well, they'll never know. Selena Joe. <laughs> oh, that's so country. Selena Joe. <laughs> Selena Joe. <laughs> All right, so the fairy job on it. Okay, so there are a lot of hotel jobs still. However, I've sprinkled in some event stuff in there too. So starting off, the Marriott Orlando downtown is looking for a director of room operations. Alternatively, you can also go to the Ritz-Carlton because they're looking for a room rooms operations manager. Uh, Buffalo Lodging, which is a comfort suites choice hotel in on iDrive, basically. They're looking for a hotel front office manager. Ambridge Hospitality up in Lake Mary, they're also looking for a front desk agent. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts, specifically La Quinta, Wyndham, Orlando iDrive, is looking for a front desk supervisor. B Hotels and Resorts is hiring for a general manager. Um, so here's a random one. Rise Against Hunger is hiring for an event support specialist, which is a project management role. Uh, Court Furniture and Events is looking for a production leader. We know so we them. get to work with you. I sprinkled that in there, yeah. 
She always um, tries to glaze over like the court things. She's like, and the court's doing some stuff. <laughs> all I'll say, if it, all I will say is, if you apply for court, just put my name in. Thank you. That's okay. An instant hire. Yeah, Lowe's Hotels is hiring for a front office agent. They have both part-time and full-time positions available. The University of Central Florida is hiring an audiovisual specialist. You would be reporting to the assistant director of event production. Go Knights. Pyramid Hotel Group is hiring a front desk agent, and that is all I have. That's a lot of jobs. Yeah. Jeez. They're out there. They're coming back. And as you can tell with the positions, it's a lot of front desk because they're getting ready for a lot of people because hotels are selling out at their capacities. And then also on-call, on-staff kind of people for banquets. We're going to mix the show up a little bit because we have two guests here that we just want to get right into. How exciting. So we have our In the Biz section, and it's brought to you by Magical Photo Booth. So let's hear a word from Tim. Selena, when you take a selfie, what's your favorite pose? I'm 100% the Wonder Woman power pose. Whoa. Well, maybe you should let Magical Photo Booth take the guesswork out of how to get the perfect group photo. With more than 10 years in the event rental industry, Magical Photo Booth provides its customers with unparalleled customer service, first-class quality photos, green screens, and virtual photo booths. It's the most fun photo booth available at a superb value anywhere in the Central Florida area. With the holiday season around the corner, dates and times are booking fast. Hit up my good buddy, Tim Presley. He gets sad people to smile. You can reach him at 321-830-7775 or email photo at magicalphotobooths.com to book your next event or holiday party. Or you can also find them on Facebook at Magical Photo Booths or Instagram at Magical Photo Booths. All right, we're back. Thanks, Tim. Uh, his support actually got us these three or four or five cord extensions so we can actually use our headphones and not be on top of each other. So we have with us Laura Hardman. Hi. And Gladie Cologne. Hey. <laughs> and about a year ago, they started this, is it a company or is it a, is it a cause? or is it Yeah, a, I think that's fair cause. It's a, cause. a passion project, a, passion a project. community outreach project because it's, it's, let's be honest, we're not making a lot of money off of this. So this <laughs> okay. is our way of giving back to our amazing well, hospitality Laura, community. Laura showed up in a new truck. So are you no. sure you're not making a lot of money? <laughs> I, was with her, I was with her yesterday and she wasn't driving that. So okay. I'm not sure <laughs> what kind of deal she has. How many cars do you have in your garage right now? <laughs> <laughs> She thought she was. She thought she knew everything about me, and she's like, "Oh yeah, she's in the blue explorer." Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not today. Tricked ya. <laughs> all right, ladies. Well, let's start. Let's start back at the beginning. How did the two of you meet, and and where did this all come from? They know we, each other's stories. So. We usually have a good system going, yeah, but know, today know, we're a little off balance. But anyways, thank you for having us today, and congratulations on ninety episodes. Yeah. Awesome. Laura and I met back in college, and it's it's funny because we didn't know each other, and we were the kids that were the, the ones we were the kids that <laughs> the were we met an intro to hospitality and we were the ones that were kind of left over because we were told to get into groups mm. and we were the ones just who didn't know anybody in the classroom <laughs> and we looked at each other from across the table and we're like yeah. you want to be my partner yeah yeah and kind of like sure <laughs> that's how we met and we because we ended up doing a project together um for intro to hospitality yeah with dr uh, mary jo ross yes yeah who was the main reason for mm-hmm. us i don't know if you guys know her but she's awesome professor out there yeah. well used to be at uc 
IVF. She put us together and we did a project. Uh, we even had to talk to each other at one point because it was five. Oh, God, you had to talk to each other? <laughs> I'm so sorry. We had five people in our group and one person wasn't pulling their weight. And we're like, what, we do, get we, that. what do we do about this person? Yeah. Well, back then you only had like a little flip phone. So it wasn't, you couldn't even text each other. You had to really talk. Yeah, you actually had to speak to one another. Yeah. Well, this is when she realized the type of leader that I am because I'm like, Laura, he's not pulling his weight. He didn't do anything all semester. He's not getting the credit. And she's like, okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, and then we just kind of figured out that we were both those people that were like the overachievers and everything had to be perfect. And there was no way if we're going to have to get up in front of a room and do a group presentation that it wasn't going to be like the best in the class. And it didn't matter if we were in a group or not. We kind of just took it over and did our own thing and then told everybody, well, this is what you're doing and this is what you're doing and we'll just handle it, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the the control freaks in, in both of us. But Yeah, so since then, we have been doing everything together, working, Very we lived together for four paths, years. Huh? Very yeah. similar career paths. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we graduated college, we were like, hey, let's move in together and that lasted four years and we didn't kill each other. So it was Roommates only too. until, wow. okay. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it was only until she met her husband that she was like, bye, and left me high and dry. <laughs> you didn't get to move into. She didn't bring a husband for you too? She didn't have a spare bedroom for me. <laughs> so I think if we didn't meet our husbands, we'd probably still be living it's together. But Very we knew, of us. We knew the risk... <laughs> We knew the risk of moving into because you hear horror stories of not making out of it alive with your friend, but we made it work and we still worked. We worked at the same place when we lived together. We worked yeah. the same. It's not never had a break from each other. No, no, we, no. And actually, I remember the day that I moved out. We were like, we got cried at the front of the apartment complex, and it was very like, oh my gosh, like we're leaving each other. But I was and just, they had drinks that night. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then we had drinks. Yeah, exactly. And then I think we were like, I'll see you at work tomorrow. Because <laughs> our cubicles were next to each other. Uh, you were working together at Will Hilton's. But, yes. but not even the exact before that, there. actually, even before that, we worked together at the Orlando Marriott downtown, which actually you guys said there was a position opening earlier. So that was before that property has been through a bit of transition, but that was back when Mark Moravik, a little bit of a back in the day, was kind of a kind of a legend in the downtown area. He used to call himself the mayor. Um, Mark Moravik was the general mayor Mark, manager. Yeah, Do you know Mark? No. Oh. no. <laughs> I'm <rolling> it. Yeah. <laughs> so he was there for like 20 years and and he really took us under his wing. We worked there. I was there for three and a half years, actually. And then she was there as well. We were both in the catering department. Mm-hmm. A lot of our moves have really been because of who who we've known in our networking. And a lot of those Rosen connections that we made, Dr. Ross had a lot to do with. Dr. Ross actually connected me with Joe Mahoney, who I know is on your show and yeah. everybody knows we're Joe. fans of Joe. Yeah, we yeah like big him. fans of Joe. Joe gave me my first job and then Joe and Dr. Ross got us connected in the student NACE chapter at Rosen, which then you were like running. Yeah, I was the president. You were the president. <laughs> yeah. So I was involved with NACE too. And I, I had a title, student right? Chapter. What was I? I can't remember. I, I think we know. made you VP. <laughs> you threw me a phone. You threw me a phone. And then remember we did Floribian Fest. That yes. was like the big 
The oh, Floribia Fest. Do you I remember, remember that? that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was our the, big, like, our first event, event debut. You know, their our, claim to fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because <laughs> we wanted Dr. Ross yeah. to be, like, really proud of us. She got us really connected in Nay's student chapter because we were, I get, you know, president, vice president. We just really were hustling with the networking and really just made so many connections and I think from there every single job we've had since has been from those connections that we so met back in the when day. when you get a job do you make sure that there's another job that Gladys can get or is Gladys <laughs> do the same for you? That right to return. So, it's yes. always kind of yeah we haven't really been in that position until recently. Yeah and this is the first time in a decade that we're not working together yeah. and so so let me rewind back to March. Um, those were the last hotels that we were working at. I was at the Waldorf Astoria Hilton Bottom Creek Complex, assistant director of events when I got furloughed. She was at Hilton Orlando, assistant director of events when she got furloughed. So two different hotels working essentially for the same company with the same titles. I mean, how weird is that, right? It doesn't can't, seem weird with this story, actually. You can't Come plan on, yeah. that, that stuff. <laughs> and um, we were furloughed two weeks apart, and she got furloughed first, and the the days leading up to mine, and she, we're like texting each other, like, have you got furloughed yet? Have you got furloughed yet? <laughs> nope, not yet. Oh, it finally happened. And then, there you know, is, yeah. at least we had each other for emotional support, right? Yeah. Right. So you didn't like sit there and cry about it. You kind of decided we're going to do cry? something. Did you cry? Uh, Maybe you had a little yeah, cry. I cried. Yeah, I cried. There were some tears. Okay. There right. was, a little bit of tears. Yeah, okay. there were tears. I didn't cry because it, I think like I cried for her and I had two weeks to pr- mentally prepare. So when it happened, I'm like, okay, it's happening to everybody around me. Yeah. So I'm... I'm going to be okay. And you knew during those two weeks, you knew any phone call could be that phone call. Oh, yeah. Or any email could. Yeah. And you were, everyone was on ice. Yeah. And for months, I mean, I did not get furloughed. So I felt that feeling for, for like friends. a year. Anything yeah. I did, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm gone. Like, this like, is the call. This is it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That feeling. Crazy. Yeah, I, I was most emotional when it first happened in the first wave. And I remember our general manager at the time calling all the managers into a room and telling us, you're going to be without a job. And it was the first round of those that furlough announcement. And just watching him get um, so emotional about it because he really cared about the team made me emotional. And that was even before I even got the news that I was furloughed. But it was an interesting time. And that's, again, a year ago. It's... Yeah, we are celebrating that year pretty much right now. Well, and to change things, because you, I think you mentioned going to work or something. So do you work besides H&F? Yes. What else do you do? Yes. So fortunately, I was able to find a job seven months into furlough. October last year, I started at the Caribe Royale Orlando. I am the director of event management there. So it's my first director role. So um, very blessed to have found it during such a difficult year, but it's it's been amazing. Laura, do you want to tell yeah, your story? Yeah, and then... Um, this is breaking news. Yeah, the, yeah breaking well. news. We announced it on our show yesterday, <laughs> if anybody actually watched. <laughs> <laughs> so I just this week accepted the position of director of events at the Doubletree Orlando SeaWorld. <laughs> Why are you exactly. laughing over there? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, uh, I know. It's, it's really... It's weird. Hey, where it, was it again? It was at the Renaissance? Uh, no, the Doubletree oh, Double SeaWorld. Double Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been so, there for SES one year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could have found any job, but she found one with the same title. She's like, I need <laughs> so, director or events. Yeah. Maybe it was well, like assistant director and she was like, no, my best friend has director. So. <laughs> and we're on this pace. Yeah. Like, we're you don't like, know. you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, congratulations. Thank um, you. Very it's much. very exciting, especially, I mean, October was a different time. March is now a different time. Yeah. So, but there are jobs out there and they're all preparing for. 
the future, for the comeback, for all this pent-up demand that we're going to have with all those shows that Joe mentioned. So my question is, thinking of the future, and you have a passion project, how is that going to continue? Is it, do you plan (laughs) to tell the stories until there are no more stories? Yeah. No, that's great because when we started this, we knew... We knew when we started this project that the industry, specifically like events and hospitality, was going to come back and people are going to go back to work. So we knew we would have to have a backup plan for this type of stories that we tell. But the 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 premise of our, our passion project is one who redefines himself. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you you if you were in the hospitality and you leave to do your own thing, that, that that's the only stories that we're telling. Now, maybe you had to pivot and get a new job outside of hospitality. Maybe we're telling that story. Maybe we're just telling a story about uh, a promotion or something. I, I don't know, just different stories about how your career is changing. Um, and there's no limits to the type of stories that we can tell. It started with furlough and laid off, but maybe it was a, car- a career change, business change, something like that. As we've kind of of organically grown. It, it started with, with just telling the furlough laid off stories, as Gladie mentioned, but we've layered in a lot of different categories. And at this point, we've really developed what we're kind of considering like an online publication that we have various, we have lifestyle content, we have our new industry insights category, which allows us to write about our own industry insight or professional content. We're now accepting guest guest bloggers that if they want to contribute content, um, whether it's a chef or uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, the director of banquets at the Carib, Chris Landauer, provide some insights from his perspective. So really kind of well, you know, rounding out all of the articles and content that we're writing about. And then we also contribute to a few different elevated platforms such as City Lifestyle, um, a contributing writer for them. And so we can kind of tag team our lifestyle content with City Lifestyle, our innovators when it's appropriate. I can elevate their stories or write about them or my experiences with their product or their services. So they get more exposure in that in that aspect. And I'm also now writing for a corporate event news, which is powered by TSNN. So that's so a, we don't you know, sleep. Yes. There's no sleep. <laughs> and so that was kind of, you know, purposeful for the fact that uh, that's a, a huge publication that so many meeting planners and people in the industry read. And so again, if we have innovators that the content is geared towards hospitality, profession, events, now it's another way to get their their content into uh, an elevated platform. Um, so it's kind of just like developed a little bit as we as we've gone. And we also launched our brand breakthrough stories, which is that little bit of a loophole of not furloughed, not laid off, but they had a brand, they had a business before the pandemic, and they've taken a really intentional course to change that business model and say, okay, what are we going to do to, I hate the word pivot, but what are we going to do to change that business model? And it's been for the better. And now it's flourished into something totally different, better than they ever expected. And there's a really cool story there. So we call those our our brand breakthroughs. And so that is kind of, you know, all these different avenues that will allow us to to continue keeping H&F alive. I love it. So exciting. As as people are starting to get back into their jobs and into the industry and find jobs, are you finding it harder and harder to find content and new stories? No, not at all. It's actually getting easier. 
especially with the industry insights category, because now, you know, we've been so curious about our own when we were furloughed, you know, what's happening within the hotels, but now there are people back in the hotel. So now we can reach out to them and say, give us some insight on how you're, how you're redefining your banquet experience, or how are you as a chef preparing for post-pandemic or what are the new trends? There's actually, I feel like there's so much more content now because the way of the world and the way that events especially is being handled is so different. So we need to talk about it, write about it and get the messages out. There's also a lot of people who've creative created lucrative businesses like they're making money and I don't see those people going back to their their old day jobs I mean there's people that opened restaurants um, we're talking to a couple of guys out of California who started their own bike shop I mean that's quite the investment there's no going back to your day jobs once you spent yeah. that much money opening a bike shop so there's people that we need to get to that have those stories that really truly s- stories of success who don't even want to go back to the jobs that they had before the pandemic. So um, we just got to find them. And uh, we're finding them. They're finding us. Mm-hmm. It seems like every every couple of days or so when we post, our innovator submission form blows up. And yeah. then we have a bunch of people in our inbox who are te- – they basically how it works if they go to our website, hfredefine.com, and they submit an innovator submission form to tell us a quick little blurb of their stories. So every time we post, we get – more of those Mm -hmm. submissions. It's all over the nation too. Yeah. And that's what we love about it. It's not at all just about Central Florida or Florida. I mean, our innovators are all over the nation. We even have one lady, Angela Hayward, who's um, from the The UK. UK. So we're global now, by the way. (laughs) International, worldwide. (laughs) We have have one listener in Hungary that we're very proud of. Yes. Hi. Global reach. Yes. (laughs) out there. (laughs) You guys listen to a lot of our episodes. sleeping. Awesome. So, okay. So what are some of your goals? And this is, I know we have to wrap up and you guys have to get going, yeah. but what are some of your goals with the new Be Well TV uh, thing you're doing? So with Be Well TV, we are so honored that they reach out to us to have our own show because one thing that we were missing was that video component. And it was a piece of feedback that we were receiving. We love the stories. We love the articles. The writing's great. But what if you could really, you know, bring those stories to life and, Everybody right now, you've got to have video and you're, you've got to have video as part of your content. So I think we might be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) We, um, (laughs) we're out. um, Yeah. But at least you have, you, you have a live component, you know, and we were not necessarily comfortable with doing Instagram lives and we're just, that's not our comfort we level. We can't dance on videos. We can't dance on video. <laughs> or we on can't Instagram. Do TikTok, we can't do all it. of that. It's just not who we are. And I got you. Yeah. so when they approached us about a show, it was, wait, what? And we really started to think about it and aligning with Be Well TV just made so much sense because we are talking about people that are redefining, they are changing their course, they're figuring out how to be well moving forward as an entrepreneur. But what they have discovered about themselves as an entrepreneur is that it's it's mindful being for their hearts and their head and their, their whole life is just changing because they've made these decisions. So we just really hope to be able to bring on our innovators. We have the ability to virtually have them as guests. So all of our innovators are available to be guests whenever um, and really have them share their stories 
tell us what's upcoming with their brands, um, new products, new promotions, and let it be a, a marketing piece for them to explore their brands. And then for us to also be able to talk about industry content, what's happening, what are we learning in our new roles, being able to develop that into you know, educational content, professional advice, what are we seeing right. in our roles now? It's called Brand New Day. So it's a, play, a bit of a play on words, new brand, mm-hmm. new brands, brand new day. So gotcha. yeah. How often are we going to see this show? So it airs every Thursday so weekly. at 10 a.m. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a weekly show. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. How can we find you? Yep. So our website is hfredefined.com. And basically, we're on every platform, um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. So HF, HF. not HNF. Just no, HF. because okay. of the way the GoDaddy works. <laughs> it would have been so, hand F if yeah. you did H and F. So hand F probably wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, that could have been something different. Yeah, yeah. HF redefined. <laughs> yep. Oh, and thank then... you so much. <laughs> Did you have something else to say? Oh, no, I was just oh. going to say we're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and Twitter. And please subscribe to our blog. That way you always get alerts for every time we publish a new article or, or a new story. I just subscribed. I'm excited. I can't wait. I, t- I saw that come through. Yeah. <laughs> thank excited. you guys very much thank for joining you. us. Thank you for having, us, for having us on. Quick break. Okay, we're back and we're going to go right into our promos section. But before we do that, let's hear from the pub Orlando. Get the corned beef and cabbage ready because St. Patty's Day is just around the corner. The pub at Point Orlando is making sure to celebrate safely this year by extending our patio into the newly renovated hangout area at Point Orlando with plenty of open outdoor seating. With a mobile bar outside, Irish dancers from 3 to 5, DJ Asher from 6 to 9, and drink specials on all your favorites and more, where else would you go? So grab your friends and come join us at the pub at Point Orlando. Looking for something to keep the kiddos occupied during spring break and lets you have a parent's day out? Well, look no further. The Pub Orlando is excited to announce our Cuddles and Characters event taking place on Saturday, March 20th from 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. For $45 per child, we will entertain your kids for you by helping them make their own cuddly stuffed characters with the help of a real princess and Spider-Man. We will also serve them lunch, do story time, and have time for photo opportunities, all while you get to sit back, relax, and enjoy brunch from the other side of the restaurant. So grab your brunch bunch and come join us Saturday, March 13th at 10 a.m. at the Pub Orlando. All right, we're back. They just make me so excited. They have so much going on between St. Patrick's Day and their brunch. There's, I mean, they have every reason to come down there. I just can't wait because we're going to be there on April 6th for lunch. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Everything she talked about. (laughs) I can't help but to get the fish and chips. Like, I'm just, uh, it's a no brainer for me. April 6th. I'm thinking about brunch. Oh, yeah. Will they do brunch in the middle of the week? I don't think so, but I think it's only a weekend thing. But maybe if you call ahead, Selena. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, let us know if you'll do it. <laughs> so tell us about daylight savings because you had a, a big story about this, Selena, about what the difference is between EST and EDT. Joe and I, we had never heard about this. What's going on? Okay, so I was reading news because I was trying to fill this stories gap thing. And I read that yesterday we went into daylight savings time and it changed at like 2 a.m this morning or something. We went ahead an hour. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I Spring asked forward, yeah. the question because I didn't realize it was happening already. And I asked, okay, so are we now in EDT or EST? Like, which one is it? And both of them, Joe and Dave, looked at me like I had iguanas on my head. 
because they had no idea what I was talking about. But I'm confused as to how how do they not know what I'm talking about? That was never taught to me. But we live in Florida, so like you should know our time zone, I thought. Anyway, so here's the deal. I will educate you. And I know this only because I create so many marketing graphics and I'm always writing the date out or the date and time and the time zone because I deal with so many time zones. So um, Eastern, right? We're in Eastern time zone. Eastern time zone is written as capital E-T, like E-T phone home. That's how you do Eastern time zone. However, for half the year, Florida decides we have daylight savings and for the other half, we don't. So for half the year, we're E-S-T. E-S-T does not mean Eastern um, because that's not how you spell that. So E-S-T is standard time. Okay. So half the year, we're E-S-T when we're in standard and the other half of the year, we're E-D-T when we're in daylight. So starting today, Monday, we are now in E-D-T. So when, you, when you're putting the time zone, you can't do E-S-T because that's not how that works. Selena it's true. will correct you. It's true. Yeah, I Googled oh. it. There's a graphic and everything. Everything she said is true. So E-D-T, Eastern Daylight Time, is the times in spring and summer when you have the most daylight. Okay. EST is fall and winter. I know. But like, it's just when you see a lot of like marketing graphics and they're like, okay, we're meeting at 12, excuse me, 12 p.m. EST, but you're in the middle of summer. You're like, oh, so you're meeting in February. Thank you. Like, (laughs) it's a little tidy pet peeve of mine. Well, now that I know about this, I will make sure to be as accurate as possible. We're going to have to put this out there on the web. Yes, this is big. Yeah. Okay. So what about Immerse Fest, October 15th through the 17th? What is it, Selena? So I'm pretty sure those are the dates, and I'm so excited that this is happening. They just announced last week that it is coming back this year. Immerse Fest is put on by, I'm going to call them the Creative City Project, because that's what I would call them. Basically, all the art and all the culture you can think of put together in a festival in downtown Orlando, and they take up the streets, like three or four, like all the streets. So... In the past, if you've seen, like last year we had the lights or two years ago, we had like the little ball light color things and people were taking pictures or the triangle light things. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, that's Immerse Fest. Anyway, with Immerse Fest, they have all kinds of cultural groups, dance, perform. They have the Orlando Ballet there. We've done Greek dancing there. And it's just the streets of downtown are shut down for this cultural and art festival. It's so exciting. And it's coming back. You know what else is coming back? What's that? GMID. <gasps> Global Meetings Industry Day. So excited. Like we didn't have one last year, really. We kind of no. had like a big MPI one, but we're having a, a local one this year. Yeah. And Global Meetings Industry Day isn't just Orlando. It isn't just MPI. This is global. So you're going to see this in a lot of different organizations across the US. But here in your backyard, we're going to be celebrating at the MPI chapter out at Icon Park. Yay. It's so exciting. So basically just take the day off April 8th. Don't even go to work. What's the point? But it's still a work day. It still counts. Yeah. So what you should do instead is go to Icon Park. That's where we will be. Uh, We're going to start off at Old Red. That's where GMID will take place. Um, And it's basically education, but obviously networking because we'll be there. They're putting in some fun different kind of entertainment interactive type stuff too. So get excited. But lunch will be provided by Old Red. And then afterwards, we'll be going over to a different venue. I'm just going to say it. We're going to Tin Roof for happy hour because after a day of education, that's what you need to do. So can you tell us, Joe or Dave, whoever knows the answer, who are the speakers at GMIT? It's like an all-star lineup. It really is. It's quite impressive. Go ahead, Dave. You're the chair. So we have Mike Dominguez, which Mike is Dominguez, done. Which is a yeah, household I'll be name. There. Everyone in this industry absolutely mm-hmm. loves. So he's there. I mean, that's that sells the ticket right there. But 
If you haven't met personally, our new Visit Orlando chief, Cassandra Matei, Matei mm-hmm. will be there, along with the new CFHLA chief, which is Robert Argusa. Mm-hmm. So you got those two. Yeah, so those two will be joining in a, in a panel kind of discussion. In-person panel. So yeah. they'll actually be there and you get to meet Oh, them. everyone will be yeah. in person. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll be there to meet and mingle. But a uh, leadership of Orlando, we're going to talk about the forward thinking and what's happening for the future of our city with these two new just excited leaders that we have. We couldn't be more excited about that. Also, a an address from Mike Waterman, who mm-hmm. is the, I want to say, is he the VP? Sales, or, chief sales officer. Chief sales officer for Visit Orlando as well is going to give us an outlook of what we can expect in those next uh, nine to 12 months as well. So all-star cast, going to be a great day. Uh, tickets are what, like 50 bucks or so? Yeah, 50, 50 for uh, members, 60 for non-members. So it is open to anyone that would like to arrive and, and attend. Industry we day. want you there. It's a big day. So what else do we have? Always oh, sports ball. Oh, yes. Okay. It's a short sports ball because we're running out of time, but we have one big announcement. One big announcement. But before we do that, this segment is always brought to you by Printing USA. Hey, Joe, what's the name of your printer? I call him Bob Marley because he always be jamming. <laughs> well, forget that. You need tyranny with Printing USA. Printing USA is a family-owned and operated since 1982. What started out as a 1,500-square-foot building expanded to over 10,000 square feet. Well, Printing USA specializes in offset and digital printing, signage, wearables, promotional items, and trade show and event needs. With a fast turnaround time, their reliability, great quality, productivity, and creative designs are available for delivery, pickup, or to ship around the globe. Did you know they do vinyl graphics, posters, step-and-repeat banners, retractable signs, directional signage, and yard signs? They are also gearing up for Easter. Whoa, they cover it all. Where design and creativity come to life, contact them for any further questions or inquiries. Their office number is 407-857-7468 or reach out to Tierney directly at tierney at printingusa.org. Tierney is spelled T-I-E-R-N-E-Y. There's nothing more American than Printing USA. America. All right. So what's happening in Orlando for sports, Selena? So in case you missed it, I will tell you, this is an all cap, so it's a big deal. But the National Gymnastics Association has decided that they're going to host their inaugural festival in Orlando. So what that means is get ready for a whole bunch of gymnastics. <laughs> Where's that taking place? In Orlando. Rose and Shingle Creek is going to be taking on <laughs> the Gymnastics uh, Association there. I would think that you would see this because your boy, Jason Siegel, was somebody that posted on LinkedIn. Yep. Did, you, um, did you two do gymnastics when you were younger? I did cheerleading. I did everything. She did so dancing. Yes. <laughs> I did ballet, gymnastics, basketball, cheerleading, basically everything that my mom could not afford. My eight-year-old daughter just started gymnastics. Oh That's my so gosh! Fun. So I went to my favorite a, thing was that practices, bar. Right? What do they call them? Yeah. Or just oh, was it like a, a competition? No, it wasn't a competition. Was it? Like just, just practice. Uh, just a practice. Yeah, it's practice. Okay. Yeah. And they had like the older more comp you know the ones that are in competitions mm-hmm. probably like the teenagers and whatnot yeah and damn they're good they're like, really good like, talented like that's wow i couldn't bend my body like that in any way <laughs> i would say like for the olympics or the gymnastics summer olympics is my favorite of summer or winter and then for events i think any any young girl always fell into the gymnastics phase because you're like wow how do they do that how do they make it look so easy i used to stay up for hours and hours and hours to watch the olympics as a kid and watch the gymnastics portion we're supposed to have that this summer the olympics the olympics yeah yeah they're not allowing for any spectator international spectators but i wasn't planning on going anyway oh you weren't to that one i mean you've you've 
been everywhere it's been, else. It's in Beijing, right? Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. I wasn't going there either. Selena, you survived sports ball without like even breaking a sweat this week. Great What's job. That? Well, I could have guessed at Shingle Creek because when I was part of a large dance group organization, the only two hotels in Orlando that could host us were the World Center and the Shingle Creek. So every other year, we'd bounce back and forth. That makes sense. They're flipping back and forth. <laughs> and then guess what else is back? What's that? This is a big one. What is it? Because everyone missed this last year. Halloween Horror Nights. Ooh. It's back. It's back. Spooky. I did read Beetlejuice somewhere. Beetlejuice is like Good the job. theme, right? That's yeah. their newest attraction. Oh, I'm a fan theme. of that. I'm going to start looking for t-shirts to wear. You've ever seen that movie? Have I seen Beetlejuice? Absolutely. You haven't seen it? Ew, that doesn't even sound like a good word. Wait, you haven't seen that movie for real? That's your no. homework. Shake, I shake, go... shake, Sonora. You'll like it. Okay, I know that song. But I, but I, when you're learning a new language and then people say words like, Joe's favorite movie is Skulls. Why would you watch a movie called Skulls? Ew. Why wouldn't you? No. Because there's Paul Walker in it. It's like death. <laughs> and then Beetlejuice just sounds gross. Okay. I need jar. everyone well, to drop a, a bad take. Beetlejuice <laughs> gifts into our Facebook this week. That's a bad take. Yeah, you're going to have to go watch that movie. I have an update about Walmart. You do? I okay, do. Okay, yes. Tell us. So I thought that I was going to be called upon and I wouldn't have anything to offer. So I went ahead and looked this up. Walmart may have cracked the code for TikTok. Oh, because they're the first ad I see every time I open up TikTok and I accidentally click it. When I go to click skip ad, I accidentally somehow click the ad and then I'm on Walmart and it's some show. Like, no, I'm not. So potentially they got a new you know, digital director or creative or something because the retailer went to TikTok for the second time on this popular platform to experiment with shoppable ads and shoppable live streams with, with brands like L'Oreal and NYX. And apparently it's doing really, really well. Um, the on-demand positive response for online shopping has increased their their flow of business and revenue. So they thought about something before other people, I guess. They're doing it right. All right. It's time for the RSVP. And Here we go. If you look at my calendar, I have nothing this week. David. It's spring break and I'm going on vacation. Okay. But if you are staying in town, there is a big event. Our good friends at MPI, of which Joe's becoming the president very soon. Yes. Selena, almost as soon. Yes, like year, she'll be one year, year after. Soon. Yes. Yes. But what is MPI doing this week? Well, I'll, I'll start out because I want to give Selena a shout out as a panelist for this event. So uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, March 16th, it's going to be a coffee talk. So early morning, this is my, my favorite kind of events because you can go ahead and get your day started right. It's going to be at 8 o'clock a.m. at Techniche Creative. Um, it's from 8 to 9.30. And we're talking about uh, this is the third part of the reimagining series that we've been speaking on. And this is about event decor and uh, design strategy. So uh, uh, Selena will be there with all of her friends. Let's go ahead and jump into all those panelists. All the panelists. So joining me on stage will be Laura Nickerson of BBJ Linen, Heidi Brumbach of Technish Creative, Steve Kleomanakis of GSI. GSI. And the advisory board. <laughs> and that. Basically four panelists telling you all the tips and tricks and trends of what's happening in reimagined events for 2021 and beyond. A little bit of networking, and we will uh, have that hybrid as well. And then the rest of the month, and we'll go through these quickly, a PCMA Southeast Conference. They're going to be at the JW Marriott Bonnet Creek. I'm not going to this one because it's a box lunch. I'm out. It's a box lunch. You can sit outside with your friends. You can nope. sit. Selena and I will be there. Go. Selena will be there. Joe will be there. You should go. Nace, later that night, is not a box lunch, so I will be at that one. Amazing menu. Sold out. The trifecta will out? be there. Yeah. Oh, it sold out like the first week. Man, they should um, be bigger. This week, I guess, be on the lookout. We'll be announcing that you can buy tickets to attend virtually. 
Uh, I also have not announced that the one of the raffle giveaways that we're doing that night is two nights stay at the Ritz Carlton. Oh my gosh! How many more tickets can I buy? All of them. They're a dollar each. So wait for raffles. Yeah. The end of that week. uh, Well, maybe Joe, Selena, Joe, one of us. I will be at GMF. Uh, their lunch at Fogo de Chao. It's a fa- uh, Friday fast break. And then rounding out the month, Ilea will be at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center on March 29th. All right. Well, that's it for the show. I want to thank our guests who uh, did have to leave, but uh, thank you to Laura Hartman and Gladie Cologne. We will be back next week with Kai Carter. Oh, yay. That's going to be fun. One. I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And that's it for us. Have a great week. Bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.